Previously, on Monsters and Mean Guys. Pleasure to meet you, Michael. My name's Kamara. I'm a scout for a uh, certain big-name fighter, and he hands you a card. One admittance for a fighter into the Butterfly Arena. Ben, you have just ripped the Executioner hood off of this man, and you see the combination of Silas and Mila. The Phoenix's white light infects its way inside the demon, crackling him down into shards. You feel what can only be described as a tree hitting you in the gut. Penelope, you just killed me. Bill, I have information on the big tournament. It's a cover-up for a cult called the Ark, a group that is planning for an extinction-level event. It's a trap. They know. B-O-M-B. Are you guys coming? In a small, unassuming town in North Dakota, one with a population barely in the triple digits, ranging at around 15 911 calls a year, 14 of which come from one old man using his retirement to watch and report every crime he sees. Jay Walker's speed limit, public urination, every little detail he reports it all. There are a total of five cops and a sheriff and they've started shrugging off Mr. Winkle's calls. But today was a bit of a shock. Today he called three times. Once to report a strange car parked outside down the street at 10.12 a.m. The second was to report three strange men entering a neighbor's house and exiting with a large bag at 12.24 p.m. And the last one was at 3.12 p.m. to report Something? He started to speak, and there was a large boom, and the sound of glass shattering. Every call, they sent out the same cop. Officer Bikel. Bike, for short. Bike was the newest member of their team. At 21 years old, he was a North Dakota native that had never left the city. Sloan, you wake up first. You hear a ringing in your ears, uh, and the air reeks of smoke. What we see uh, is all from Sloane's perspective, and it's fuzzy, like he can't seem to focus. The house is still burning. Uh, that's the first thing we see. The, uh, the bright fires bursting out of every orifice. The second is a blurry figure kind of stomping out of the front door. You can't quite make it out, but it looks like it's, it's carrying two individuals, one smaller than the other, and then your vision goes black. And it, it okay. comes back, it fades back again, and to see another man with a broken, cracked face standing over Ben. He mutters something that got lost in the wind, and Ben convulses. Your vision goes black, then it's clear. Your eyes are open, and you see three men walk into a portal as the sounds of police sirens pierce your ears. What do you do? Uh, Bill... Ben, can you guys hear me? Nope, you do not hear him. Okay, so they, okay. Uh, can I stand up? You, yep, go for it. Alright, I'm gonna stand up. How on fire is the house? It is, uh, smoldering at this point. Um, the top floor has kind of collapsed in on itself. And it's on its way to crumbling. You know more about fires than I do, so I'm kind of winging it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, as, as the resident firefighter EMT. <laughs> um, is the fire department or police department here? You don't see any, but you hear sirens. Uh, can I see Ben and Bill? Uh, yes. Who do you want to focus on? I, I just need to see that they're not inside the building. And that I, if I can see that they're alive. Uh, neither of them are inside the building. Uh, Bill is a little closer. Uh, he looks unconscious, uh, but breathing. And Ben, uh, there are two Bens. Oh. What? The sirens sound like they're about two minutes away. You got about a minute and a half now to react. 
Oh shit. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, I'm gonna summon my phoenix, and I'm just gonna go, and I'm gonna just go put it on top of Bill. I'm gonna ignore the building because I I can extrapolate that we were just set up with a trap. I yeah. can. I, I'm I'm kind of like extrapolating that uh, Christine and their son are at least alive, but probably captive. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't know for sure, but I'm gonna go put the phoenix on Bill. I'm gonna go grab both bins by the shirt. Oh, one of the bends the one of the bends starts growing a shit ton of hair and resists you. Uh roll plus tough. That's going to be eight. Or wait, plus ten. Ten. Uh so yeah, you're able you're able to hold a grip on him, but he's struggling and growling at you. The other one has a faint blue aura, and you've got about forty five seconds left. Alright. I don't know what to do. Uh, screw it. I'm grabbing both of them. Uh, and I'm going to attempt to use big magic. Oh, shit. Whoa. Okay, okay. So, I, the, I'm probably going to end up taking a penalty for this. A pretty harsh one. But I'm, I'm interested to see how it turns out. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to perform big magic at a cost. And I'm going to try to channel angel wings through myself and the phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you're welcome to do this. You still have to roll plus weird for it. Uh, but there, yeah, there will be a consequence. Okay, I'll take it. So, let me see. Okay, so when you carry one or two people with you, roll plus weird. Uh, on a 10 plus. Okay. So am I rolling, am I rolling plus weird twice? One for me and one for the phoenix? Yes. Alright. So, first one is a six. And the Ooh. second one is a nine. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and use a point of luck and max out that six. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so was the nine for the uh, phoenix? Yes. Where were you trying to teleport people? I was trying to go... Uh, I was trying to go to the... Uh, to the DC base. Okay, okay, so you're trying to go back to the new Renaissance base. Yes. Um, okay, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, um, let me see, what is this? You don't quite manage it, either you are all separated or you all appear in the wrong place. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, so, let's just follow you for a second. You and two Bens appear just outside of the DC base of the new, new Renaissance. Okay. Ooh, that's not good. Um, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm really excited. Um, and go ahead and roll plus tough. Uh, seven. Okay. Um, so, just outside of this, surrounding the New New Renaissance base is, a ser- is some woods. Uh, and what happens is Harry Ben, or what is looks more and more like the behemoth, but not like at full size, like at Ben size, is able to wrench himself away from your arms uh, after this, and he sprints off into the woods. Oh, uh, no. Too fast for you to be able to do anything. But at that same, as it gets out into the woods, uh, Ben, who is emanating a kind of light blue light, opens his eyes. And with that, we cut to Bill and the Phoenix. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, Bill, what's what's the last flight you've taken? Uh, just 
recently to Myrtle Beach. Okay, where from? Atlanta, Hartsfield. Tight, 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 tight. Wrong section of the parking garage. Hell yeah! Oh, me too. I did that not long ago. Uh, (laughs) Bill, (laughs) you were about ten thousand feet in the air over Myrtle Beach. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, and you are falling. Oh. Uh, uh, it looks you wake up to this about a thousand feet lower. Oh shit! I don't want to do the math to how long it's going to take you to fall, but I'm going to say you have about let's say thirty seconds at your disposal with an unconscious firebird next to you. Oh no! Oh god! Okay. Um. What do I got? What do I got? What do I got? Oh shit! Oh no! Time's ticking. <laughs> um. At the very least, I for- fashion myself into a pencil dive, legs first, and then I try to make my way over to the phoenix. Try, try to grab him. Oh, don't pencil dive. That'll make you fall faster. <laughs> He's, uh, okay, okay. So let's say, I'm just going to say, roll, roll plus cool. I feel like you have to. Okay. This, this, this has to be act under pressure. <laughs> very much so. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Time's ticking. Seven. Okay, so you're going to get a hand on the bird, but you're going to drop something valuable. Uh, you're going to get to it, but you're not going to quite be able to reach it, but you're going to be in, like, vocal distance of it. Or you're going to hit it, but you are going to be falling twice as fast. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, uh, what was that phrase? What was that phrase that Sloan used at the ring? Uh, do I even know that phrase? No. Uh, what, okay. which one are you, which one are you taking? Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, I'm going to grab the bird, but lose one, but lose one thing. What objects do you have on you, Bill? I have my two guns, my knife, I've got that demon shard. <laughs> Not anymore, you don't. <laughs> you drop a demon shard into Myrtle Beach. <sighs> Damn! But but you have a hand on the bird, the the phoenix, and it it uh it wakes up. You see it kind of, you see its fire kind of reignite, and it looks at you, and it looks down, and it wraps its it takes its wings and it circles them around you in a kind of glorious flame, and then you disappear. Oh God! Oh my God! That was stressful. Oh, my heart rate's up. And you land right next to uh, good old fucking Sloan and Ben. But you hit the ground pretty hard, taking one taking one damage. Ah, damn. Hurt my arm a little bit. Ben, you just woke up. And you are at full harm, like you are fully healed. Oh, I'm healed. And you just... You just, you feel fucking great. Sloan? What is happening? The house, the house was bombed. The house was rigged with a bomb. I don't, I don't know what happened to Christine. Christine? Clay. Clay was there. I don't, how do you know Clay was there? I, I could sense him and then... I think I saw him. Oh, I can't really remember. There is a horrifying screech in between the three of you. Uh, oh no. <laughs> and if you look at it, you'll see the phoenix convulsing. Uh oh. Oh no. It's. Uh-oh. You described it as like an elegant white phoenix, right, Sloan? Yeah, like a cross between a hawk and a peacock. Yeah, yeah. Something is emerging out of it, clawing its oh. way out of it. You oh, accessed no. some dark magic when you did this, Sloan, and f- pulling itself out of what is now the burning carcass of your phoenix is a massive black hawk. Oh my god. Oh my god. With a wingspan of ten feet. Oh my god. 
and you feel a piercing coldness coming from it. All right, gang, what do we do? Sloan, what the hell just happened? Um, that thing just saved me. Where is it? Uh, Sloan, you see some ashes fall, and you're you're positive that your phoenix will be back. Uh, however, you're not sure what the hell this is, or you at least have no context to my knowledge. Well, uh, Bill, you know what a phoenix is? Yes. You know, like the whole mythological, it dies, turns into ashes, and comes back? Yes, phoenixes are my third favorite mythological mythological creature, aside from griffins and centaurs. <laughs> well, That's really um, cool, Bill, but I think we should uh, make some choices right now. Well, uh, I think it just turned into ashes. I don't know what that is. I don't think it's friendly. Bill approaches it very, very slowly and cautiously. It's onyx, almost flaming eyes peer into you, Bill. And I need you to roll plus cool. Actually, sorry, plus sharp. Eight. <laughs> um, you're in the lollipop kingdom. What? You're in the lollipop kingdom, sitting on top of a candy cane, but the candy cane is being chopped down by the lumberjack. What do you do? What? Oh, no. Uh, oh, why am I getting in these bad situations? I start sliding down the candy cane. Cool. Roll plus cool. Eight. Cool, cool. Uh, that means that there's an opportunity. Uh, oh. Sloan, I need you to roll Act Under Pressure as you try to dodge Bill trying to kick you in the face. That's gonna be a four. No. Alright. Take one harm. Oh, damn. uh, But Bill, you snap out of it and you realize what you've done. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Is he unconscious? No. No. I'm fine. What was all that about? Ben? Ben, you feel something. You feel a light coming from within you. You need to do something. You need to act, Bill. Not Bill, sorry, Ben. What do you do? Uh, I run up to the to the hawk, and I just grab it, and I close my eyes, and I, I go, what do I need to do? Do it. Just, just make it happen. Just do it! Roll plus weird. That's a four. Oh, no. So, oh, God. Okay, so this is this is really not good. Uh, ben, what you feel happen is when you grab onto it and you see the blue light kind of emanate uh, and ripple through these black feathers and almost change them before the hawk screeches once and the black kind of overpowers and and uh, kind of scal- scolds your hand. It's not scolds. Scalds. Whatever. It blackens. Scalds. It scalds your hand, and you fall to the ground in pain. The hawk screeches and then flies into the sky and flees. Okay. Cool. I'm I'm good with that. Let's get inside the base. Right behind you. Cool. 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 We're just gonna go ahead and get you guys, all three of you, inside the base. Hey, boys. Welcome. Oh, okay. Hey, Bill. Good to see you. Hey, Ben. Who the hell is this? Uh, sorry, Siri. This is, uh, it's, it's Sloan. He's, he's different now. 2.0. Hey, Siri. If you say so, um, and, uh, Sloan, I need you to roll plus luck. Uh, so what does that mean? Uh, just roll, and then, uh, plus, uh, half your luck, basically, rounding down. Okay, so, so, half my luck, which would be plus three? Yeah. So, nine plus three? Okay, cool, it's a twelve. Uh, Taco, the three-headed, uh, Chihuahua mix, 
At, oh, no, Pipple Mix. Baby Pip Mix. Yeah. Runs, runs up to you and smells you inquisitively and then uh, licks your hand and starts wagging his tail all excited. And Siri awesome. goes, well, if, if Taco ex- recognizes you, I guess it must be. Welcome home. Did you take care of Chrysalis? Um... <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot more going on than we expected. Hmm. But I I do have a chance to fight in the pits, and we'll be able to get closer to him. That's good. Okay, uh, why don't you guys just kind of debrief me and explain what the hell's going on? Okay, so you guys have kind of finished explaining everything, and you leave off at the explosion, and we'll kind of we'll kind of end it with uh, Sloan talking about what he saw. Post explosion, we'll pick up there. Yeah. Like Post malosion. Okay. <laughs> as as far as I could tell, I was the first one to wake up. I saw two people coming out of the house, and uh, I think, judging from what Ben said, one of them, I think one of them might have been Clay Valentine. The other one I don't recognize. Two or three of them. Bill, I think they were carrying uh, Christine and your son. Oliver. Oliver. Really? You think so? I think they're alive, but I'm I'm pretty sure they got out of the building. It had to have been Prometheus. He keeps taking everybody that we care for. Uh, ben, as you say that, uh, Siri turns on a television, and uh, we see some uh, local North Dakota news, and it starts out, All right, so you're getting the live coverage of the recent massive weather outbreaks between the hurricanes in uh, Florida and the strange earthquakes all across the Arizona and the weird blazing heat hitting the Antarctic. Uh, but we're going to interrupt that story to talk about a recent explosion, which uh, has ha- which has uh, two fatally uh, fatally wounded and three suspects who were seen near the house. Uh, the police have offered up these sketches of the suspects. If you see these people, please do not approach them. They are considered dangerous and deadly. And uh, these three sketches you see are the three of you. Oh well, no. Well this sucks, but at least we've got some fan art. <laughs> <laughs> well that's I usually like to have our uh our agents on the right side of the law, but that is neither here nor there, right? We'll deal with this as it comes up. Uh luckily you won't have to be in North Dakota for about a for a while, right? According to that card, it's about a month. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But Siri, we're being framed. Strange occurrences have been stacking up, and we can't really afford to deal with that right now. We'll cross that bridge when we need to with Chrysalis. We'll fix this. Right now, we need the three of you to be working on some other issues. And she lays out a series of uh, case file names. Not necessarily case file names, but like just uh, names of uh, of uh, things that can be done. Um... Sorry, what do I call? It? I guess missions, mission titles, and she. Uh, so the ones that show up are aliens in Utah, Texas, frozen in time, missing men at sea, footprints, the purge, and cattle death at Myrtle Beach. I have to add cattle death at Myrtle Beach because something happened to create that one. Because <laughs> Chris dropped his stupid freaking demon shard. Probably do need to go back and get that. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so basically, what we're going, what uh, speaking technically, you guys throughout the uh, next month of this gameplay, you're going to be going and trying to take out take care of as many of these as possible. We're gonna be doing some new new Renaissance mini missions. Woo! Side quests. Got it. Fucking love side quest. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna. This is kind of a quick episode. After this, we're gonna do some episode wrap up. But uh, basically, I'm gonna. We're gonna kind of cut back to Siri labeling all those, and you guys are gonna choose the quest you're gonna go on first. Okay. Okay. All right, boys. What mission do you choose? <laughs>
Texas frozen in time. Demon Shard isn't too high of a priority right now. <laughs> kind of I mean, forgot about it. I mean, that one's all on you. Yeah. I I do want to mention, I'm going to start a new uh, mechanic in this where I'm going to put everything on a timer. All of these have risk. Gotcha. Uh, well, I mean, Texas doesn't. It's frozen in time. <laughs> so we have all the time in the world. Do Whatever we have, that means. Do we have any basic information other than just the mission titles? No, Siri likes to play coy. <laughs> Oh, you sly bitch. I want to do the aliens. Bill? I'm kind of, I kind of like Texas Frozen in time. Well, uh, I guess I'll be the tiebreaker and go with aliens. Fair enough. Yes. Aliens are cool too. Aliens in Utah. And on the screen, uh, in a holograph, kind of just flashes a series of uh, some documents, some text, some weird hieroglyphs, some cornfields cut up into certain uh, designs. What do you call those? Uh, crop circles. Uh, crop circles showing up. Pop, pop, pop. Abduction notifications in uh, in the news. You got you boys are heading to Utah. Hey, you little meanies. It's your favorite podcast boy, Arnold Bloom. I'm here to welcome you back. It's been a little while since we left you on that crazy cliffhanger of an explosive episode. I know it was so good. And uh, I just want to thank you so much for joining us here on this on this intermission episode uh, between some awesome stuff. Um, we've got some really, really fun kind of side quest episodes coming up uh that'll that will be very very inspired by i mean monster of the week the game we're playing but it'll be very much more monster of the week-esque um if you know what i mean if you don't you know you'll you'll see what we mean it'll be a little more more focused on the the actual mechanics of, of not not quite mechanics the actual structure of the game monster of the week but it'll be a lot of fun and I can't wait to get started sharing it with you. One of the coolest things about listening to a podcast is getting to be in a podcast. Hold on. The only thing cooler than listening to a podcast is getting to be in a podcast. Yeah, you heard me right. We have social media pages, and if you use our hashtag MMGCast on whatever you want, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, We'll see it, and we will put you into our podcast. You'll be able to be an awesome character like angsty teen Robbie, named after our good friend Robbie Matlock, or Brick, Agent Brick Hall in the NC Fairy Tales division, named after the one and only Chaz's uh, younger brother, Brick. We've got, oh, who else do we have? Oh, yes, coming up in about five minutes, you're going to meet the incredible Natalie, named after a good friend, Natalie Hoffman, who has listened to our whole podcast from beginning to current in like record time and told me how much she loved it. And Natalie, you rock and you get to be in this episode now and further episodes, future episodes. You'll be immortal with us. So welcome to the crew. So even if you don't have to use our hashtag, like it's cool. Like if you don't know us, if you can't connect with us directly, use our hashtag, we'll see it. But if you want to DM us, if you like have my phone number, if you found my, my Bumble account, like go for it. If you just crawl underneath your bed and you whisper into the creaky floorboards how much you love Monsters and Mean Guys, we may hear it. I don't know. Maybe if you live above me <laughs> i don't know but uh give it a try we absolutely love you guys we couldn't do this podcast without you and i hope you all enjoy the rest of this episode and all the episodes to come i love you um i think i think that's it yeah so 
let's get back up in this biz. Come on, you ready? Let's go. Come on. Okay, okay, ready now. gonna kind of we're gonna go to you guys kind of recovering from everything this is the wrap this we're gonna have like mission wrap up really this is uh what's happening at the moment um what i'm imagining is like you guys are showering off you're all healed up you're kind of just getting uh you're getting track of yourself after everything after you got all the mission stuff um but let's go ahead and uh because this is technically the end of a session it's really like Infinity War Part 1. You know how we're leaving off Monster Mash, where we're going to pick it up later? Right. Yeah. Right now, we got to go off and do some Captain Marvels. Uh, so, end of session. Did we conclude the current mystery? Uh, no. 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 No, I'm sorry. Did we save someone from certain death or worse? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'd say so. With uh, Between the Demon... Um, uh, and that, who knows? Yeah, yeah, you guys got it. So let's, I, let's I might have saved all of us by getting us away from the police. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a whole arrest thing planned. It was going to be fun. Um, did we learn something new and important about the world? Yes. Uh, what was it? Uh, that there's a bunch of like apocalyptic level events all going on at the same time. And a multiverse. Ooh. Ooh. There's a multiverse? Wait, hold up. Yeah, there is. What? Oh, Bill? There could be. (laughs) Russia is a different country, not a different universe. Bill learned in the possibility of possibilities. (laughs) Bill watched the first episode of Rick and Morty. (laughs) No, but yeah, so like, but like what I'm extrapolating is that that little news blurb is that like while we were dicking around in the middle of utah or in the middle of north dakota that uh for like a karate tournament that like there's all these like apocalyptic like signs of an apocalypse like level weather events all going on at the same time around the same time that we learned about a cult that's planning for the apocalypse yes sounds like a normal tuesday evening okay so yeah we're gonna take that point uh did we learn something new and important about one of the other hunters? Yes. What? Uh, yeah, we learned a lot about Sloane. And and his his connection also with As- Asgaroth. Yeah, you've in fact, you've met an entirely new hunter, which has also taught you a little bit about uh, what Sloane is and who this Sloane is. Um, and you guys, you guys also met fucking bill's ex-wife and child yep <clears throat> yeah you did uh uh ben you have or had something inside you a lot of shit happened on this mystery man yeah so, that's an absolutely uh so that's what three points three experience oh one uh you get one yes or two yes answers mark you got three so mark two two experience Oh, hell yeah, that's a level up. That's That's a level level up for me as well. (laughs) Nice. Oh, dudes. Okay, since we're we're kind of at the end of the episode, you guys can kind of think of what you want to do, and we'll talk about it next time. Uh, Yeah. But the next big thing we're going to do, and this is the first time for two of you, we're going to get some new items. (gasps) Ooh! Ooh, Yeah, I know you heard it, and you're very excited. Uh... Now, Siri's kind of guiding you as you you walk your way to the chamber of uh, items, chamber of supernatural items. Uh, and it's, um, things have changed a little bit. See, I put up some flyers and digitally went to a job fair or two, and I hired a cataloger uh, slash assistant. Um, I want you all to be very nice to them and uh, just do what you got to do. And you guys enter into the chamber, and the chamber looks different from the last time that Ben was there, but looks totally new to you guys. It more it closely resembles now, kind of like a police weapons lockup. 
uh, there's like there's that kind of glass bulletproof window and a little thing you can slide things underneath and bars and shit. You know what I mean? Uh, and there's a slot and there's a bell at the slot to ring. What do you guys do? I ring the um, bell. Ring the bell. Ding, ding, ding. I, yeah, I do this. All right, you guys, all three of you hit the bell at once, and it doesn't make a sound <laughs> because what I'm realizing is none <laughs> of the bells in my game make sounds. However. Because you guys just smashed it so hard, all three of you, a massive, I don't want to say hulking, but just bulky, bearded, biker gang kind of guy stomps up to the window. And he's dressed in like a tight white shirt, uh, buttoned up with uh, a slim black tie. Uh, he's a kind of, kind of like a bearded Mr. Incredible in the first one when he went to work. Uh, except like much, like, much different. And uh, he's got a name tag that reads Natalie. <laughs> do you have the vouchers and all three of you pull out a different voucher uh that siri has given you and uh he guides you to uh one by one slide them inside of a uh slide them inside of a slot okay so who wants to go first i'll go no bill i want to go first I-, I think ben should go since he got banged up and bruised up for our sake Okay, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> ben, roll one d6, and then roll another d6. That's going to be a two and a one. Okay, so um, the, the number seven pops, kind of highlights on the wall, uh, and kind of digitizes down and you see Natalie kind of go and scruffle and move some boxes out of the way. And, uh, he pulls out a small, uh, like glasses container and he slides it under the glass. There you have it's, it's all yours, Ben. Yo, cool. Some new shades. Uh, yeah, you grab it and you open the container and it's, um, it's two thirds of uh, a pair of 3d glasses. And on the container, it says 2D glasses. Uh, not stylish or comfortable. <laughs> um, and uh, the um, Natalie pulls out a note that says, <clears throat> trippy as balls, as it may be, or circles, as it may be. Uh, when worn, whatever you look at becomes entirely two-dimensional. Effects may vary. Okay, so mechanically, this is kind of a situationally dependent item. It may give plus ones, or it might just fuck some shit up. You kind of have a weird ability where, like, once per mission, you can make things two-dimensional. Cool. With these glasses. And we'll kind of see what that does. I'm kind of, I'm putting some creativity in your hands. I put them on, and I look at, I look at Sloan and Bill. They look look like, they look like stickers. And yeah, he does look silly. It's like, uh. I don't know how it's like a visor of just red and blue, but with uh, missing one of the side pieces and kind of cracked up. It doesn't look cool. Uh, but Ben, they look like stickers to you, and uh, you you have like no size relativization, and everything just looks flat in their direction. Yo, guys, this is so crazy. I'm gonna get so op now. Nothing, <laughs> nothing can hit me if I'm flat. <laughs> or wait. Nothing can hit me if they're <laughs> flat. I don't know. We'll see how this thing works. Can Bill just come up and slap him in the face for saying that? Uh, Bill can try, but Bill moves one step forward and falls partially partway into a crack. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> oh I'm god, unstoppable. Oh my god! That's amazing. I'm never taking these off. <laughs> All right. If that's the case, you're going to have some really, really fucked up things happen to you. All right, Bill. You want to go? Bill's Bill's stuck in the ground right now until these glasses come off. Here, I'll help you out, Bill. And I and I, I pull him up like a piece of paper. And I'm like, here, I'll insert you into the into the card slot. No, and I, and let's I gotta, not do that. Oh, no, gotta, let's oh, not no, do no, that. No, 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 no. Pretend like I'm sticking him into the card slot. It's so funny. As uh, as you touch him and interact with him, he turns to 3D and the glasses kind of falter. They like glitch out and everything's back to normal. You son of a bitch. Why would you ruin something so good? 
Dang. Now I, mean, I smack him across the face. I mean, two-dimensional technology is still so new, you know. It's it's yeah, going to get yeah, there yeah. one day. We'll be able to live in a 2D world, but, you know, it's not there yet. All right, who wants to go next? Bill? I'll go. Slide your Let's voucher in. Poke. Okay, and go ahead and roll one d6 and then another d6. All right, we have a one and a six. Ooh, big boy. Uh, on the screen, turns out the number 325. And um, Natalie goes... And bends down to grab a box hidden in the back, past some cobwebs, like brushes them off, moves it. A very small box, kind of like fits in the hand in the size of your hand, blows the dust off, and then slides it underneath to you. Ooh. What is this? I open it up. You open it up, and on the inside it says, um, Compass of Creation. And it looks just like a simple, like, rusty, old, golden compass. And the, uh, Natalie pulls out a tiny scroll and, uh, peels it open and says, Legend says, <coughs> legend says that this compass will point you to either your origin or your destiny. You may never know until you arrive or if you arrive. Whoa, Bill. I need to use that to find my mom. She's my origin. I smack him across the face. Dang. Dang. But bro. wouldn't that also? But it's no guarantee that it would lead you to your mom, Ben, because it could also yeah. lead you to your destiny, which is completely unknown. But it could lead me to my mom. It could, but it could it also could. lead Bill to his ex-wife and son. Let's see who's more important here. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Bill. I'm just kidding. Oliver's super I, cool, and so is your wife. Or ex-wife. So Oops. really, so what I'm getting from this conversation is that when you have a wife and child, I'm going to kidnap them, and you will never know where they are. Bill, let's just play this one day at a time. You know, I don't know how much longer you'll last. <laughs> That's fair. We do lose players pretty quick. Uh, All right. Uh, Sloan, Natalie makes eyes at you. Oh, I, I, when you described Natalie earlier, I literally was going to say, oh, so he's a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't like bedroom eyes. They're like, oh. get to it eyes. Oh. I just well. like the phrase, he makes eyes at you. <laughs> <laughs> well. Knight was getting excited. Oh, damn. Knight, go ahead I... and roll one d6 and then another d6. I misinterpreted that language. I rolled a four and a one. A number comes up on the screen, and it's the number Q. What? Oh, <laughs> my favorite. And uh, it's a good number. <laughs> um. Oh my god, I'm really happy you got this one. Uh. So how do I put this? Natalie opens up basically a pr- a Christine like a pristine. Not Christine. Doesn't open up a Christine. He opens up a oh Christine. My oh my heart. Uh, cardboard box, and he pulls out what looks like honestly a really, really nice fucking shirt. And he slides it under, and you look at it, and you realize this shirt has a really deep V-neck. Uh, it's a plaid <laughs> shirt. It's a snug yes. fit. It's got three-quarter sleeve. And it looks solid on anyone. Very deep V. Almost like almost uncomfortably deep. Oh um, my god. You just described the ugliest shirt in the world. No, it's okay because I've got uh I've got sexy muscles. Wow. This is it's this is called the deep V neck shirt. That's what I named it. Um How original. Okay, so <laughs> uh Natalie pulls out a uh like a labeling tag that says made in and then it's like scribbled out. And then it someone it looks like someone wrote in China, um, <laughs> and uh, and it says and it just says in the description, very sexy shirt has magical properties. 
Once you put it on, your chest bursts with hair and just the right amount to always read as sexy. Always makes you look muscular no matter your body type. Okay, so mechanically, and I hate that I made this, I forgot that I did, you get plus one to all seduction-based persuasion rolls while wearing the shirt. Oh my uh, god. And when you take it off, there will be consequences. But there's also like a consequence to wearing it too long. Oh no. You'll become too sexy. Too sexy for real. Ooh. Damn. Ooh. That the V can only get deeper. Oh, oh my no. god. <laughs> uh oh. No. Uh oh. Okay, and uh Natalie looks at you guys. Do you guys have any more vouchers? I don't think so. Oh. I'll catch you next time. I gotta go catch my stories. And Natalie closes up shop, and you hear uh, him listening to um, some soap operas just back there. And it's one that, uh, Bill, you're familiar with. Uh, and you guys head out. We'll cut to Sloan first. Sloan, what are you doing um, as, as you get ready for the trip to Utah? Uh, I need to find like the nearest army surplus store. Everything or that like... you would need is inside of the bunker. This okay. is a, this is this is like a this is a government facility. Uh they have all the military supplies you would need. Uh okay, so I'm stocking up on ammo. Uh I'm going full tactical gear. Um dry fit clothing. Uh, not for long you're not. As you're grabbing all this stuff, your eyes turn static and you collapse to the ground. Oh no. Uh and you are faced not Asgaroth. You are faced with Frank, who, um, whose <laughs> static is kind of enveloped. He, he, who is made of static. He's a silhouette of static, and he looks at you with his unmoving, beautiful static eyes. <sighs> Michael, Mikey, what the hell did you do? <laughs> I mean, we had to get out of there alive. Mikey, I don't think you understand the kind of magic that you corrupted. You need to kill this bird, Mikey. You don't understand what it can do, what powers, and then you wake up. Well, add something else to the list of chores. Uh, what you see on the ground, you feel something like, uh, you feel something underneath your hand. And you look and you realize that you, you had been digging with a knife and you carved into the ground a massive bird with black wings engulfing earth. Oh, oh no. no. We cut to Ben. Hey, yo. Ben, what are you doing? Um, I am playing with my 2D glasses. Like, I'll, like, pop them on and then, like, look at something. And then you pick it up in 2D and then pop them off and then, like, see how it turns back into 3D. Crazy stuff like okay. that, man. Getting okay, that, so you're analyzing getting that. Getting that trip, yeah. You're analyzing all that and you're kind of feeling it. And your uh, your right shoulder starts bleeding. Whoa, whoa. You just whoa. feel you take... feel like a wet uh, tingle kind of go down your right shoulder. Ooh, I take off the glasses and, ooh. Ooh, I'm wiping my blood, cleaning it up. You're wiping, and you feel a hole roughly the size of a bullet. Oh, jeez. Uh, and if you're feeling from the front part of your shoulder, it feels like the exit part. I feel around the back. What's strange about this is you don't feel any pain, but you you squint your eyes a little bit, and you open them, and you're in the woods, running from a hunter. Whoa. You don't know exactly what's happening. You're not really in control, but you're sprinting away. As much as I can, I want to, like, focus in on my body. Like, basically, I need to notice if I am the behemoth part of me. Like, if I'm inside of that. From what you can tell, you are in, in a body completely in t covered in hair. It feels like your body. Uh, but there's a sensation of rage in it. And then you feel a searing kind of burning of a out as you are cast back into your own mind uh, and the blood's gone from your shoulder. Oof. Jeez. Okay. Looks like we all have some ties to clean up. 
And we cut to Bill. Bill, I like to think that after the uh, Phoenix saved you, you kind of gathered the ashes of it and uh, brought it in with you. Is that fair to say? a little jar with me. Yes. Yeah. Very fair. Um, uh, and um, you, what are you doing right now? Right now, I am just kind of working out a little bit. I changed my clothes. Um, re- reloading each one of my weapons, grabbing surplus ammo, getting ready to fuck shit up. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're grabbing you're you're grabbing some ammo. You're kind of just you're getting your own stuff together, and there's a um there's a scratching from the jar that you kept the ashes in. You kind of just feel it like a like a ting 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 ting. I look over to the jar. You see movement inside of it, but you can't make it out. Can I can I reach my hand in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You open the jar, reach your hand in, and um, you feel what feels like a small, a small baby bird. I look at the baby bird, and I just say thank you. And it looks back at you with warm eyes. 